Okay, she said she's about to come on. All right, <clears throat> so I'm going to go ahead and get started. So last week, well, not last week, because I know everybody was with family, and I was too last Thursday. Uh, but week before last, we were talking about David and his personal relationship with God. And some of the things that we brought out was <laughs> how David acknowledged God, and he he had to uh, have a close relationship with God in order for him to know that wherever he was, God was. Uh, that's not something you can just go through the Bible and just realize, oh, you know, if I'm in hell, God is in hell with me. I mean, those are some things that David acknowledged and that he, uh, he discussed. He was saying wherever he made his bed, God is there. And some things that I took from that was <clears throat> it wasn't so much that God was there in a sense of physicality as far as what David was acknowledging. Uh, even though God is there <clears throat> from a physical standpoint, uh, but David was making it known that he was, God was in his thoughts. Uh, God was a part of his being. So it was, it was, David was acknowledging that he couldn't leave God's presence because God, he was a part of God, right? God was a part of him. But uh, uh, extending beyond what David was saying and uh, I guess correlating it to where we are today, it was bringing to sense that you have to you have to acknowledge that God is and you also have to acknowledge that you want to be in God's presence and and it all it all what it, what it all boils down to is once you recognize that God is and you you offer I guess not necessarily offer but you decide to believe that he is and he is all and he's everything and he's above everything, once you acknowledge all of these things, you have to, in a sense, consider him in all that you're doing. You have to, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, take God with you. you got to ask God, uh, uh, how does he feel about everything you're doing? And when you're doing what you're doing, um, you got to measure it up against God's standards. Uh, was God pleased with it? And... Um, which which leads me to where we are today, but I just want to reemphasize that if 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 uh, if I'm going to be walking in God, I have to make a conscious effort to consider God in all that I'm doing. I have to make a conscious effort. I I, I have to. I can't just be over here all willy nilly uh, doing my own thing and and thinking God is over there in the background, like either yaying it or naying it. No, I have to be well aware if God is yaying it or naying it. So I have to make a conscious effort to keep God in all that I'm doing. And and in that, and in that, I have to have some sense of understanding of who God is. Because if I don't understand who God is, then, you know, I can't be, <laughs> I won't know if he's yaying it or naying it, meaning what I'm doing. Uh, and that's sort of a recap. Uh, does anybody have any comments they want to make just from Genesis 4? If not, I'll just jump right in it. So Genesis 4, Genesis 4, as I was just saying, I have to make a conscious effort of in, in, in all that I'm doing and considering God. I think we brought up uh, a couple weeks ago taking God to the job. <laughs> 
And in this and in this passage, you have Cain and Abel. They had jobs they were doing. Uh, Cain was tilling the ground, and Abel was tending to the flock. Uh, they both had assignments. Uh, we don't know who assigned it to them directly. We don't know if it came directly from Adam, uh, meaning Adam told him, hey, guys, you know, this is what I'm from youth up. This is what I'm training you to do. Because there was no time frame. You know, we don't even, I don't know particularly their ages. I'm sure if I were to do some digging, I could figure out how old Cain and Abel are at this particular time. But that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to what it is you have to do that God has assigned you to do, basically. Because this is about in your everyday living, how are you doing in God's sight? In your everyday living, Cain and Abel had assignments. This was, these were physical jobs. Abel was tending the flock. Cain was tilling the ground. Physical jobs. Uh, they both had uh, something particular they needed to do for God within their jobs. There was something particular. Now, now in that, I want you to notice something. This is something that I took from you. In this particular, <clears throat> they were directly take, taking it to directly to God. Right? So it was sort of like a sacrifice or an offering. And and I want you to get this because I'm not talking about giving an offering to God. This isn't about giving an offering. This is about responding to what God is telling you to do. Because, see, many people could take this and then start talking about you giving an offering to the church. No, 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 no. This was personal. You know, there's a lot of speculation in this passage that, Cain didn't offer the first fruit or whatever, or, or, or the percentages weren't correct. You know what I mean? I've heard it's all types of speculation. Or he was supposed to offer uh, some type of meat, uh, you know what I mean, meaning something from an animal. Uh, but th- that's all speculation. Within this passage, God told them something that they needed to do within what they were assigned to do, right? Their assignments, they both had different assignments. And God told them something particular that he wanted them to do. And Cain didn't do it. Abel did. That's all we know. We know Cain didn't respond to God. He did in a sense, but not fully. Right? He, 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 he did what he wanted to do for God in what God wanted him to do. Right? So it's like he did it his own way. It's like God said, I want this. But he said, I'll do it, but I'm going to do it the way I want it to. Does that sound right? Does that does that sound familiar? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm okay, God. I'm gonna do what you want me to do, but the way I want to do. Hmm. So 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 if you were to ask yourself, would God be pleased with me doing things for Him the way I want to do it, and not the way He wants me to do it? Because it's all personal, right? Here again, you got to consider God in all that you're doing, in all that you're doing, in all that you're doing. And I'm going to emphasize that. I got to consider God in all that I'm doing. And beyond that, when I'm getting closer to God, I'll stop considering God in all that I'm doing, and I'll start responding to God in all that he wants me to do. Holy, yeah. You see the difference? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a subtle difference, right? Yeah. Because in the beginning, I'm doing whatever I want to do, and then I'm considering God in it, and then I'm wanting God to be pleased with what I'm considering God and what I'm choosing to do. Meaning it's all me. And, and then it gets to a place where once you get to growing with God, you start to recognize God is wanting me to do something particular. And then as I'm doing what he particularly wants me to do, 
then I have to do things as I re- I have to respond to him directly versus telling God, okay, God, this is what I'm doing. It's no longer, okay, God, this is what I'm doing. It's okay, God. That's what you want me to do? All right, that's what I'm going to do. But let me step back again. I want you to notice something else in this passage. These were personal assignments, personal assignments, because I know a lot of times we like to go, here we go with this church in this physical facility, like they're doing something. No, no, this was livelihood. Tending the flock, they, these were animals that they ate. The fruit, that was food that they ate. So this was an everyday personal assignment that they were doing, and God was a part of it. Now, here again, I don't know if God directly assigned it to them or if God assigned it to them through Cain, through, through Adam, sorry, their, their father. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We know it was a personal assignment. So with that being said, there are personal things that God tells us to do on a daily. We have personal assignments on a daily. There are personal assignments. God is directing us on a personal level. And then you might say, well, I don't know what God is directing me to do on a personal level. Well, you might not know. But have you asked? On a personal level, have you talked right then? Lord, what do you want me to do on a personal level, on my everyday life? Well, when I say this, if you're a mother, well, then you already know. You're a mother. There are personal things that God wants you to do personal, directly. He's telling you from a personal standpoint. He's telling you how to conduct yourself with your children. He's telling you. You specifically, he might not have told his other mother to do, but he's telling you specifically how to care for your children. Specifically. If you're a father, the same thing. He's telling you specifically. Specific duties, he's telling you. He's constantly correlating something to you as a father. If you're a friend, if you have friends, or if you have or you conduct yourself on a daily basis with somebody and God is in your thoughts, there are certain things that he's wanting you to do and you and how you conduct yourself with friends or coworkers, and I could keep going on and on and on and on. If you're married, same thing, same thing. There are specific things because there are always obstacles coming before us that wants to alter what God is wanting us to do and what we want to do. God may be over here telling us one thing, and then the situation is causing us to want to do what we want to do. And what we want to do usually has Something to do with us comforting our own self. Now, I've said a whole lot. Said a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know somebody got a question or a comment. <laughs> I, I'll just say, hey, how y'all doing? I'm here. Hey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, how are you? Good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm just, I just wanted to not add anything, but. I mean, to go along the lines you were going on, just like with personal things we have to do, is that not considered whatever job we have? It is. I mean, it's it's everything. So that's just telling you that God puts us in places not just to be there, like, or is it just to be there? Like, how do we know when he puts us there is something for us to do? How? outside of going to him and asking him, you know? Right, 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 right. That's a good question. Anybody else? 
So, so to address that question, how do we know what God? Okay, I'm gonna say if I got it right. Yeah. How do we know what God wants us to do? In the place or in the position, in the job. Right, in the job. Right. So. The assignment. Yeah, in the assignment. Let me use your word. Yeah. Exactly, because it's not just it's not a job; it's an assignment, right? right? Because God may want to move you in in another in a in a period from here. He may be moved, right? So, uh, in the assignment, whatever it is. God is directing you to do something. What is the assignment? That's the first question, right? So pain was tilling the ground. There was a particular way he had to till the ground in order for it to be fruitful. And I'm going to use another person. Peter was a fisherman, and there was a particular way to fish in order for it to be fruitful, right? Now, Mm -hmm. within that, within that, within those lines, there's one line where it is being fruitful, from a, from a material standpoint, meaning he gets a lot of fish, he sells the fish, and then <laughs> he gets more, he gets a lot of money. So there's a way God is wanting him to do that particular thing, meaning how do he do his business, right? Same with Cain. If, if they want to get a lot of fruit for this season or this harvest, there's a particular way for Cain to do that. Because, see, it's not all about, and let me make, break, make this clear, it's not all about me doing something, and then somebody is uh, hearing, hearing about the Lord or hearing about God. I know we want to, like, you know, make that just, that's our life where my life is conducive about, oh, I got to just tell people that Jesus is living and da-da-da-da-da. It's about modeling that Jesus is living. So this is the witness. I just did it the way God wanted me to do it. Girl, how your business so fruitful? How is it so big? I just did it the way God wanted me to do it. Then there's the witness. It's not, oh, I'm on this job and I'm preaching. I mean, God may not be telling you to preach while you're at work. He may not be telling you that. You know, he, may, he don't be telling me that. I'm just going to tell you, you don't tell me to preach while I'm at work. I'm sorry. Now, he, he allows me to witness in a sense where there are situations that arise, and then I'll witness. But the conduction is, am I? doing what God is wanting me to do in the sense of a business standpoint. He told Peter, cast your net to the other side. Well, we been, man, God, man, hey, we've been fishing all day. Ain't no fish. It ain't no fish. It was all about catching the fish, right? Does that make sense to you guys? It was all about mm-hmm. catching the fish. So I got to fish the way God is telling me to fish in order for me to catch the fish. And then comes the witness. I did it the way God wanted me to do. We caught all these fish. Yeah. Does that make sense? Same with Cain. If, if I'm going to be fruitful during this harvest, I got to plant these seeds the way God, I got to water them, I got to tend to them the way God is wanting me to. And then when they come in, when it's very fruitful, I can say, I did it the way God wanted me to do it. See, that's one side. Of, that's one side of the business. Now, here's the other side of the business. How you treat your customers. Because there's a certain way God is telling you to treat your customers. There's a certain way God is telling you to treat your coworkers. There's a certain way God is wanting you to conduct yourself from a personal standpoint when you are at work. So when you say, what am I going to do? Okay, from a personal standpoint, am I being a godly model to everybody I encounter while I'm at work? A godly model. And then 
Here again, what does that look like? Well, it looks like in all that you're doing, you're keeping God first. You're being humble to God in a sense. I'm, I'm humbling myself to God. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not being boastful. I'm not being proud. If, if I'm the boss, I'm, I'm being merciful. I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, gracious. I'm not rude, trying to rule over them because I know I have a ruler. Uh, if, if I'm a servant, I'm, be, I'm doing my service to whomever I'm serving in a sense of humility and, and, not a, and not in spite. I'm not doing it out of spite. And I could go on and on and on, but from a <clears throat> you know God is directing you. You know, you know how you are to conduct yourself. You know God is telling you. You know this. And I can keep saying that, and I want to emphasize it because you do, because this is where uh, the conflict comes. This is where the obstacle comes. When things don't go the way our physical body feels, it should. If I wake up and I'm not having a good day for whatever reason, and then I get to work and somebody else adds to that, me not having a good day, and then I want to respond to them instead of responding to God. I got to respond to God. It don't matter how I wake up. If I wake up on the right side, left side, foot side, top side, I got to respond to God. It does not matter. I got to continue to respond to God because at the end of the day, it's about how he feels about what I'm doing. It's not about how I feel. You know what I mean? You know, and, then, and yes, we, we have feelings, but then this is, the, this is the beautiful part about it. You know what I mean? This is not a rule. This is not rules. This is a beautiful part about having a relationship with God. Because if you continue down with Cain, and once he realized God was pleased with Abel's, what he what Abel did, and he wasn't pleased with what Cain did, this is the thing with God. God will always, he, and not will, he always instructs. So if I have a bad day and I'm upset about whatever it is, God is continuing. He's going to help me to see how to have a better day. He told Cain, hey, hey. Why are you angry? If you do what I say, then it's simple. Man. This is simple. And I'm so sorry I'm getting excited about this because it's so simple. It just makes you think like, you know, you're right. If it is. I'm having a bad day, it's because I choose to have a bad day. Choose to have a it's bad not, day. You know what I'm saying? It's not because yep. things are just not beautiful. No, it's because I'm choosing to respond to whatever the situation is versus choosing to respond to God. He's telling Cain, Cain, if you respond to me, it's going to be good. It can't be but good because you're doing what I'm telling you to do, boy. See, we, <laughs> but, we, but, but, Corey, we're responding to people and the circumstances. Exactly. We're responding to people and the circumstances. And then guess what? We like change. At the expense of God. At the expense of God. At the expense of God. Because God is telling us, he's telling us, this is how I want you to conduct yourself. This is how I want you to conduct yourself. And then, and then, and then here's another one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna press a little bit. I'm gonna press that with you, brother Jim. We respond to God, and we don't get the results we want, and then we still get angry. God never told you what result you were gonna get. He told you to respond to Him. Respond to Him. So, so if He responded to God, came, responded to God. God would have been pleased. He would have accepted it. And this is the other part that I saw in this passage. All we know is God showed favor to Abel's offering and not to Cain. But what did that, what did that even mean? 
What does that even mean? What is that? Think about it. How did God favor the offering? Did he say, oh, I want your offering, Abel. I don't want yours, Cain. What did he say? Because Cain got angry. He didn't like the fact that he favored Abel. So that was something that came from the offering that made Cain mad. Something came from it. I don't know if it was physical. I don't know if it was spiritual. I don't know what it was. All I know was from the fact that God favored Abel's offering, Cain was upset. He was upset. So, so what that says is this. <clears throat> the result Cain, of – go ahead. He Cain had an expectation. Yes. That's where I'm going and with it. Go ahead. Go ahead. He had an expectation just like – just like the uh, people when Jesus came. They yes. all had an expectation about what the Messiah is supposed to do. Yes. And it, and in this instance here, Cain is expecting a, a response from God. Yes. And his responsibility is for his response to God, not God's yes. response to him. Yes. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. We tend to get upset when God doesn't respond to us the way we think he want. No, no, it's not about how he responds to you. It's about how you respond to him. Because at the end of the day, he's in charge of whatever we get. Now, notice he reigns on the just and the unjust. I mean, Cain still still got his blessings. Yes, he got cursing too, I mean, for killing his brother. He did, and it was for no reason. See, Corey, he told us to be holy. Yes. He is holy. He is holy. He is holy. He is. He don't have to be holy. We have to be holy. He is. He is holy. And and in that, you notice that, Brother Jim, notice that. Be holy as I am holy. And all he's telling you to do in that, in that, is respond to me. Respond to me. Just respond to me. And things will go well. Because at the end of the day, if you if if you don't get one thing from God, one thing, and you respond to God, you can't say, "Oh, I didn't respond to Him. That's why I'm in this predicament." You can't say that. And, and see, and if you and, and I know that probably sounds weird. It probably sounds so weird. But think about it when you get in when when somebody's getting a whoop, when somebody's getting a spanking and you seeing them getting a spanking, then it sounds a whole lot better. That I may be in trouble because you're in trouble because you did something, but I didn't do anything. I'm just getting punished because it's fair. My parents are trying to make it fair. I'm not getting a beating because I did something wrong. I'm just getting punished because of whatever the situation is. Meaning, and I'm going to give you what I'm talking about, because a parent may say, nobody's watching TV because the brother over here was over here watching something dirty on TV. But see, the brother that was watching something dirty or sister that was watching something dirty on TV, they may get punished and a spanking. You might just be getting punished as a result because of what they did. Being but it, there, yeah. it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm just getting punished for what you did, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I, I'm good. It's like you in your mind you can say, I'm good. I'm good with God. Regardless of how whatever I'm reaping, I'm good with God because that's the whole at the end of the day, that's where we want to be. We want to be good with God. 
in all that we're doing. It's like a right. clear conscience. You know what I'm saying? I have this clear conscience. I'm good with God. I'm upfront with him. I did what he wanted me to do. It doesn't matter what I get as a result. Long as I have him. As long as I have him. As long as he's favoring me. And I am done. I'm done. If anybody else has any questions, comments, I'm done. I'm trying to keep it sweet, simple. We're going to continue to build on it. But as long as I have favor with God, I'm good. That's, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. You know, notice that he said, I want to be. I, I want you to be my people, and I'll be your God. Yes. He didn't say, "I want you to be gods, and I'll be your God." No. No. My people. My people. And, 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 and in that, notice that too. Notice that too. The fact that you are His people constantly puts puts the responsibility on Him for Him to take care of us. And right. not us taking care of ourselves. It's kind of like a parent telling a child, I'm going to be your parent and you're going to be my child. It's like right. you telling the child, I'm going to always take care of you. You don't have to worry about taking care of me. Right. I'm going to always take care of you. You don't have to worry about taking care of me. And God is telling us that same thing. I'm going to take care of you. Just be my people. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be good. And one of our first responses to God ought to be, I'm trusting that you're going to take care of me. That you're going to take care of me. So I don't have to worry about so how it looks right now. I need to be right concerned now. about myself. Right. right. <clears throat> how it looks right now doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I don't know what who's that for, but how it looks right now, it doesn't matter because God is taking care of us. God is taking care of us. He got us. Long as, as long as... It, it, happy are ye when you are, you know what I mean, what, what, what Peter say, happy are ye when you are uh, uh, suffering for righteousness' sake. If I'm right. suffering because I'm doing what God is wanting me to do, amen. 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 But if I'm getting a spanking, it ain't never fun. And like, like, like God told Cain, hey, why are you angry? Don't be angry because you're getting a spanking. <laughs> do what I want you to do. We live our lives like all things don't work together for good. Right. 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 It's just, you all it's just going. For good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just going by chance, aimlessly going. Right. And, and then results happen. No, no, no. <laughs> Reactions are because of an action. <laughs> it was an action. And it caused the reaction. And that's in everything. It's funny you say that. I had a kid in my office earlier today, and that's exactly what he was saying. He was like, well, I know every action has a reaction. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it does. Because it, it, it doesn't matter who reacted, but somebody's going to react to somebody's action. It's always going to be one. But I'm done, but, guys. I mean, I hope. But that would be Go the ahead. key to not react, right? It would be. It would be the like, well, it's it something negative. Exactly, and, right. and in that, the, the response is always to God, regardless of the action. The response is to God. The response is to God. I, okay, like, hey, we're just hey, reacting hey. to the wrong person. You have to exactly. consider who you're reacting to. Right. Exactly. Hmm. And that, hey, Kane, that's, that's an example. A, see that? 
Yeah, that's outstanding, and that's what that's what we have to be on guard about. How am yeah. I reacting to God? Right, because He may not even want you to do anything. Right, mm-hmm. you may not supposed to react. Right. So Cain was over there being angry at something God wasn't angry about. That's why God was like, "Why are you angry? I'm not mad. Why are you mad?" <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't telling him to be mad. So if God ain't telling you to be mad, then you better get happy. <laughs> I'm being facetious, but it's serious. I'm being it's serious though. It's serious. It's just things to consider. But that, but but that's but that's how. But that's why he he charges us to be holy. That's it. That is that's, it. That's, that's, that's a, it. That's a heck, that's a heck of a standard. It is. It is. But you know, the closer you get to God, the more you want that though. Right. I mean, it's different when you don't understand, so you get a pass, right, because you don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't understand it and all that I'm doing, I'm supposed to respond to God, <clears throat> then you're not going to know that what that actually means of being holy. You're not going to know. And I'm not saying God is not going to, you know, spank you for your, your action, but I'm saying it's like it's a different standard of understanding. He's not holding right. you to an understanding that you don't understand. Right, because people will take that be holy, and then they'll be like, oh, "I can't be holy." Well, because you don't understand what being holy is. I mean, it's not you going off and fulfilling all of these rules, and somebody looking at you and saying, "Oh, you know, they do everything right." See, how, why would you respond to? Why would you respond to a God who has told you something to do, and then you say, "I can't do it"? Exactly, and that's exactly what I'm getting at. Right. I think it's right. I have a, me and my friend was having a conversation the other day and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just kinda like butted in but No um, <laughs> and she we were talking about that. She was just like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna say this in response to this person and I'm like, You can't do that. If you're like really trying to be holy, if you're really trying to, you know, be more like Christ, right. you gotta learn how not to react to everything in that manner. And I think it's a good point that you make to say that we got to know who we're reacting to. She was reacting to that person that was setting her up, but or who was making her upset, as opposed to reacting to to Christ or to God. I think that was, that's huge. And she asked me, like, how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, I'm more concerned of what God's going to, how his response is going to be as opposed to what that person, that's just like a temporary situation as opposed to my eternal you know, being as a, a Christian, like a, if I want to make it to heaven and, you know, I can't just be reacting to my baby daddy or her, you know, my my enemies or whatever. I got to think about how God is going to do my reactions and, and remember who I'm responding to. So that was huge. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's real good. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like the the command: seek ye first the kingdom of God. I mean, you gotta you gotta set your mind where it's supposed to be. Right. Right. It's it's it, to simplify. You know what I mean? Even what everybody's saying is it, the results you want. That's what you that that's what you're gonna seek. The results you want is the results you're gonna seek. And, and you say, well, no, I'm not necessary. Yeah, necessarily. Because if you want a certain thing, that's what you're going to seek. If you're upset and you want somebody to know you're upset, that's what you're going to do. Right. You're going to 
seek that. You're going to make sure they see that you're upset. Like the young lady, I'm I'm going to do this in response to somebody. Well, that's what she wanted. She wanted to do that. And and then Paul would go on to say, well, what I want, that I cannot do. Well, you're trying to do it under your own strength. So if you want something for God, if you want a godly response or you want to respond to God, then seek God's response. Seek it if you want it. But if you don't want it, because you got to think, it's always a battle between what you want. And and most times that requires you to be still and not (laughs) respond. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're waiting for your direction. Right. Or even so, if you're not like, in that position, like if you're still a babe in Christ and you don't know his voice quite well, it's best for you to just not respond at all until you're able to to hear what he's trying to tell you to do or to know what he wants you to do instead of acting according to your flesh. Right. Oh, what you're used to, what you're accustomed to do. Exactly. Because here again, if you want the same results, okay, Keep seeking the same thing. Keep doing the same thing. But if you want different results, all right, well, I remember last time when I did this, I got this result. I got this. So I need to I need to do something different. I may not know what it is, but I know I can't do what I just did. I ain't going to do that. Right. I'm not going to do that. Right? And, and then it's not exclusive. Remember, it's not exclusive if I'm a babe or if I'm an old guy. I gotta always ask God if I don't know God. I don't it's know what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? And like you said, Janetta, if the response isn't immediate from God, then that means I need to be still. I need to be still. Because it ultimately all goes back to giving control over to the controller. That's yes. it. And not yes. trying to control it ourselves. That's it. Never be independent. Never be independent. Don't don't say like Cain. Use Cain as an example. I'm not beating him. That's you know that was my brother. God made him. That's my brother. So he, there it is. <clears throat> but as an example, use what he did. He said, "I'm gonna do this for God the way I want to do it for God." Okay. And then he expected a certain result because of what he chose to do. See, he was seeking a certain result what he wanted to do. I want to do this, and God going to do this. And he was disappointed. And he was disappointed. No, I can't expect God to be happy with something that I'm wanting to do when God ain't wanting me to do it. Do that. God ain't want me to do that. Use that. Just remember Cain. Just remember Cain. Not that he killed his brother, but just of what he did, his choices. Just measure his choices. I can't do things for God the way I want to do them. If I take anything from this, if I'm going to do something for God, I got to do it the way God wants me to do it. If I don't know how God wants me to do it, I got to ask God, well, how you want me to do it? And if he doesn't respond immediately, hey, that means you need to just wait on whatever it is you're doing. Just wait. Or you know and then you're not trusting. Because we're going to go deeper with it. We're going to go deeper with it. Because there are times where God done told us a long time ago, but we just didn't trust it. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sorry, you can you bring it back around. 
Huh? She wants you to repeat what you just said, Corey. Okay, okay. I said there are times when God is telling us to do things, and we don't do it because we don't trust God. It's like sometimes you don't know, right? There are times when you just don't know, and in those times, that means God is telling you you need to be still. Don't do this. Don't do it because God is wanting you to be still. But then there are other times when God is wanting you to do something, but you're hesitant because you don't trust God has you in whatever it is you're needing to do. It's not that you don't trust God. Sometimes you just don't trust yourself with the responsibility that God has put on you, and you just don't know that you can do it. But if you don't trust yourself, but if you don't trust yourself when you know that then God you don't has trust you, God. then you, exactly. you still don't trust God. Hmm. You, you really can't I don't it. like admitting it. He got us him he got us him then. Yeah. That's cool. I mean it's cool. It's cool to come here and acknowledge it. Because you're only gonna get help. You're only gonna get help. Well, it's been wonderful for me. Yes. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it, too. I've enjoyed you all. I, I love listening, so, you know, y'all can talk a lot more. You do a good job. We do, we do, you, do, you do a great job, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Put it right back on. All right. Put it on. Yes. You do a wonderful <laughs> job of leading. You continue on. Okay, Y'all, yeah, thank, thank you for thank you for participating. Yes, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm and invite it. and invite anybody. It, it's okay. And let them know every it's free. It's good. And you don't have to pay nothing. You're, it's no offering. It's an offering. It's just not monetary. We offering our time. No, I'm just kidding. Time, just kidding. Just give it yourself. <laughs> to spend time on the phone for a few minutes. That is all that is required. <laughs> all right. Well, thank all you. Have, Until next week, y'all. Until next week. Until See you next week. Bye, you See you next week. All, all right. Guys. Bye. 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 bye.